Paper Cut Podcast strives to be evocative and inclusive. Every Monday, we cut below the surface with folks that make the Winnipeg arts and culture scene thrive. Or people hog. People hedgehog. <laughs> it's not a people hog. You know what I mean. Have you had a full day of interviews so far? Starting at one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty full day. Yeah. Yeah. If we get four in, I think that's... That's a good month. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. In the past couple of weeks, we've kind of just been doing interviews on the fly. Mm-hmm. And it, it takes so much energy. Oh, yeah. Because it's like you're not... A whole day feels long, but then you're done for a whole month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's super nice to just get in, do it all. Like, I've already cut two of the episodes... I'm working on grams right now, and it's oh, like, nice. okay, this is nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's in a nice pace. And, but, and yeah. I guess you, like, get in the zone. Yeah, it's probably yeah. an all-day zone sort of thing rather mm-hmm. than, a, like, like, when you have to start up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, right after work, too. Oh, my gosh, this is really making me burp. Oh, no. Oh, and then I went to grab my water to unburp. <laughs> I've sabotaged. Trying to ruin my podcast? Coming out with a new one? <laughs> you and Graham <laughs> planned this? And then when I leave and plugged my podcast, you bring the soda and ruin her voice. And then they adopted me. You're just cut out completely. <laughs> Literally adopted? Yeah. <laughs> I belong to them now. Cute family. Yeah. Me and Graham? Were your yeah. parents? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. You didn't know? <laughs> it's confusing because I think Gil and I are Graham's parents. Oh. oh so Gil's so my grandfather. Classic just a confusing, you know, it happens. Yeah. It's 2018. Happens. Yeah. Coming all shapes, <laughs> sizes, forms. That's fantastic. Well, I look forward to joining this family. I look forward to being sabotaged. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking forward to that. Welcome to Paper Cut Podcast. My name is Jared Goche. I'm Olivia Michaelchuk, and we're here with Andrea Davis. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so I am, I work at Manitoba Music and I'm a volunteer board member of Rainbow Trout. Um, and that's kind of, those are kind of my, my main two things. Um, aside from that, I kind of dabble in a lot of things. I've usually got a few like extracurriculars on the go. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what I do. What are the extracurriculars? Um, currently I'm on a soccer team. Uh, in the winter I curl. Um, my mom recently retired and we've been taking, doing ceramics together at the edge. Um, yeah, that's probably, that's probably about enough for the, for the fall. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a lot. (laughs) Oh, plateful. Yeah. Do you, so it's beer league soccer or are you in a competitive league? Uh, definitely recreational. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on a, on a co-ed team that plays outdoor in the summer and, uh, indoor in the winter. Oh, nice. Do you find it gets intense? Um, are there a few people? No. Um, but I have played on teams where it gets a little intense. Um, but this one doesn't, which is why I'm on it. Hold on to (laughs) that. Yeah. 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 You want those people. Yeah. (laughs) So what is your position at Manitoba Music? Um, I'm the membership and administrative coordinator. And uh, thank you. We just got our membership. Yeah, I oh, just got great. it in the mail. Yeah. Yes, we. I think maybe 
you were already told this, but my coworker and I sign the letters when we send them out to people. And yours was on the top of the stack. And as she was passing me the stack of papers, she got a paper cut on the, <gasps> on the stack of papers. Did I, I didn't tell you that, did I? <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. This is yeah. crucial. We yeah. thought it was super important. Yeah, no. we thought it was I checked it for blood. No blood? My letter, and I was like, maybe it has blood on it, and I can put this on our story, but so it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Look at the blood. <laughs> Somebody got a paper cut. <laughs> we might have, we have pretty high standards, so we probably would have reprinted if there had been blood on it. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It's not Thank amateur. Hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for the not biohazard with the... No problem. <laughs> so how does someone go about signing up for? Not that we have, but how would you? Um, you... <laughs> So you can sign up online um, or you can come down to our office. We have a physical office in, uh, in downtown Winnipeg. Um, so yeah, most people join online, um, but it is really nice when people come in and join in person, then we have a chance to kind of tell them about all the things they can do with a membership. Um, whereas if people sign up online, they don't necessarily know how to get the most out of their membership. Um, so we do, we try to, we, we have a few different ways of like connecting with people to try to make sure they aren't just signing up, but that they're like staying connected with us and getting something out of it, basically. There are the newsletters. Can we talk about how much info is like stuffed into those oh, newsletters? Yeah. <laughs> In such a great way, because it doesn't look like a lot of information, but like if you're scrolling through, there's so mm-hmm. much. Like what is in a newsletter? Um, so there are, uh, there's kind of a top a top part that has like a kind of a summary of the maybe the what we think people will find the most interesting um but it's basically a combination of like deadlines for a variety of things um so performance opportunities uh which would be things like local festivals or um even like busking opportunities um sometimes mostly the performance opportunities are local um, and then there's uh, showcasing events, which are like uh, showcases or basically like performances where the goal is to is they're kind of more business focused. So uh, performing for like industry people to try to build your career and make those connections. Um, the newsletter also has a song of the week feature. So there's a different Manitoba music member featured every week. Um, and a, so there's a song of theirs that's available for download and a little write-up about what they've got going on. Um, so that's pretty fun and uh, a way to kind of promote different people all the time. Um, and then there's uh, lots of funding deadlines. Um, so I think it's a really, like, I can't imagine trying to personally stay on top of all those things or trying to know about all those things. So I think it's really handy if people are looking at it to just have all those opportunities in one place and not have to visit the websites of like 10 or 12 different funders and like maybe like 30 or 40 festivals throughout the year like you can just kind of have that funneled right into your inbox which is such an amazing when I saw that I just couldn't imagine number one I didn't know that all like that newsletter the way it's formatted existed but just having everything in all in one place it seems like almost it's a no-brainer like have somebody else do all of that for you, which they're sending to everyone. It's not like you're hiring somebody mm-hmm. to just do that for you. It's just like your yearly membership pays for all of those things. It's, yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah, totally. That I didn't even know that that resource exists. All musicians, you got to get on it. Yeah, and it's, it's super just like, cheap, right? 
How much is it, Andrea? It's uh, $50 a year for individuals or 75 for bands. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also a corporate membership that costs a little more that's for like companies that have like a few staff people. Um, but yeah, so it does like if people are are like using the newsletter and like coming in and using the co-workspace and having free coffees when they're there, it I think it can pay for itself really quickly mm-hmm. and be well, uh, some of those funding opportunities are hundreds and thousands like, they could just pay for your membership like in one drop and then also for whatever else you like you need like those are just such a fantastic resource great i'm glad you're glad you're enjoying it well like <laughs> i can't use any of it i mean like yeah. i'm not doing any of those oppor- like participating in any of those mm-hmm. opportunities because i don't need to showcase and mm-hmm. i don't need you know but it seems like something that's just like you got to get it you got to get it <laughs> are you finding it useful for like as a like a media group, uh, are you finding the membership helpful? Uh, so far, I've been to Manitoba Music, mm-hmm. and knowing that the resources exist, like that you can come and use, like you can use, um, like all of the Adobe products and stuff, which is really great. And oh, yeah, like cool. the library, yeah, and you sure. can just like come in and just like talk to someone mm-hmm. about something, like if they have the time or the capacity to do so. It's just like a really welcoming space. So I find that that part once you have a membership then you feel like you belong there sort of like sometimes when I'd go in I'd be like oh I'm sorry for showing up you know but like now it just like feels like no these are my resources to use because I have a membership and that's really cool but there's also like some cool deals you haven't seen any of the letter yet I just got it but there's like 10% off 20% off if you have your like membership card and stuff and yeah I think that even letting it's it's important for us to know to let bands know yeah like you should probably get this if you don't have this you should really get it when bands are saying like we don't have enough money to do this and that it's like Mm -hmm. you just you got to get this membership so then you get in your inbox like 10 20 opportunities to have money so that you can do those things you know or like have the membership and get the 10 percent, 20 percent discount off of equipment and stuff at certain or like equipment or instruments and stuff Mm -hmm. i think it's super important so if um, someone's in a situation like myself where Olivia has the information and doesn't bring mm-hmm. it to me, where would I be able to find that information, <laughs> a whole list, like, on all the perks? Is that um, online? Online or <laughs> emailing me. Um, yeah, our website is great. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, like, it's a very, like, beautifully designed website, easy to navigate. Um, we also work with we work with a lot of great local photographers. So we have like, we often have like those images, like populating things. So it is, um, yeah, even just for fun, check out the website. It's beautifully done. Uh, and there's a section about memberships, um, and benefits of memberships. So that's where you would find out about sort of all those, the things that it comes with. Okay, cool. I'll do some yeah. reading. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, well, I <laughs> that's exciting. I awesome. put it down by the door where my keys were did you bring your keys did we did we customize your letter for you yeah actually right, <laughs> hot take it said paper cut winnipeg crossed off and said olivia you did join as an individual i did enjoy it as an individual because it was too expensive to join as a corporation because there was that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, if we need anything, we can go together. Yeah. 
I'll you just, also can, like, um, I do, I kind of feel like I'm at work right now, but you can always add a member for $25. There you oh, go. cool. Go ahead. Um, this is like Costco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. Can you add members to Costco? I Oh, um, I did this with my old roommate. Uh, you can be their spouse and oh, get a free okay. card on their account. If you're in the same household? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah so nice. I was my roommate's spouse. For- my grandma and uh dad my dad didn't change his address and was like getting his mail to my grandma still and then he like they brought up her picture and was just like is this your wife and he's like mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like really <laughs> membership revoked yeah you can't have it, it is, they, they run a tight ship yeah yeah costco yeah do you go there uh i've only been there a couple times so i'm i'm not uh i'm not used to it so mm-hmm. I am always, like, kind of surprised that, like, I think even, like, the person who has their name on the membership has to use their yeah. card. Um, yeah, you have to use your card to get in. You have to show someone yeah. your card yeah. to get in. Yeah, so it is, like, it's pretty tight. Like, if you're not accustomed to it, it seems like pretty tight security to go grocery shopping. Right. For sure. Yeah. you got to do the two-step <laughs> verification at the door and then at the till. Yeah, but I exactly. think you're good if you want to get food. I don't think they always ask you. Yeah. They do? Like, you, you can't get into the store without your card. A non-member can't go buy a dog. No. Okay. Yeah, but say I, I walk in with my my mom who has a card. Oh, yeah, they don't check your card at the food oh, okay. counter. Yeah, okay. And they also don't check your card at the sample tables. Which, I don't want to get the ball rolling on that because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That could be a slippery slope by, like, those. That's my lunch sometimes. Yeah, you could just do that for lunch. Do yeah. the sample round and then oh, get yeah. a dog and on the way out. And and you had, like, bucks. lunch for $1.99, but your membership cost. Not to me, though. Just my grandma. Yeah. So, don't even have to worry about that. No. <laughs> so, back to what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Rainbow Trout, mm-hmm. you're a volunteer coordinator, you said? Uh, no, so I'm a... I'm on the board of oh, directors. Oh, you are a volunteer. Um, right. So we are all volunteers. We have a, currently 11 people on the board of directors. Um, so we basically are the people who organize the festival and kind of plan it year round. Um, and then we actually have uh, like 150 volunteers. It's a huge wow. volunteer team. Um, so I'm my role on the board, we basically all have different uh, like areas that we're responsible for. Um, so there's like an artistic director who programs the festival, um, and there's somebody who coordinates volunteers. Um, we have a like a chair of the board, um, and I organize the vendors. So I do the food vendors, and then uh, what we call the How Bazaar, uh, which is like a basically craft craft and vintage vendors. Um, so that's kind of my main thing, and then I help with uh, like party planning around the year. We always have a volunteer appreciation party, and I like. I like that kind of stuff a lot, like the working on events and planning events. Um, and then this year, uh, Rainbow Trout is running a grill to feed volunteers. Um, so I'm coordinating the volunteers for that. Um, and yeah, because it's a pretty small team, we kind of all do all different things. Um, like yesterday, I was at the site putting up our giant circus tent. Uh, certainly not by myself. There were about 10 of us <laughs> doing it together. Um, my role in it was pretty insignificant. There were a lot of people hammering these like three foot long metal pegs into the ground with sledgehammers. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't involved in that part. Um, and then today we were screen printing the merch. Uh, so screen printing, uh, crewnecks, hoodies, first time ever Mm. and t-shirts. Um, yeah, so it's kind of, it's a lot of different things, but it's been, 
um, a really, I've been doing that for seven years and it's been a pretty cool and fun experience. So for the festival, how many times will the board meet like Mm. throughout the year leading up? We meet um, kind of in the off season, we meet monthly. Um, in the like very off season, those monthly meetings sometimes like it's a it's a busy group, so sometimes they don't happen. Um, and then closer to the festival, we meet like every couple weeks. Hmm. Yeah, and then kind of uh, extra little side things for various projects, like me and Will, who are organizing the um, the grill, have met like a bunch of times to work on that. So yeah, it's it's a pretty it's a big commitment for sure. Um, it's a lot of fun though. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your education background? Um, so I have a I went to U of M um, and I have a double honors degree in English, uh, like English literature and French. Yeah. So, so how n- did you get into <laughs> the job situation? Um, great question. Uh, Kind of, I guess through volunteering is the short answer. Um, I volunteered for, I volunteered for a bunch of other local festivals like the Folk Festival and uh, Real Love and Big Fun and Harvest Moon. Um, I think a, a couple of others uh, like Juno Fest when it was in Winnipeg a few years ago. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, that's not true. Breakout West. I did not volunteer at Juno Fest. I guess I don't. I don't know if anybody would have fact checked that, but <laughs> but it just wasn't true. We do. <laughs> and um, then we'd be like, we had an interview with a liar today. <laughs> Tune in. Just we kidding. found Juno Fest volunteer records from <laughs> yeah. 2014. Um, so yeah, lots of volunteering. Um, and then after when I was in university, I worked a bunch of like service industry jobs, mostly like restaurants and cafes and things. Um, and just like met a lot of people that way. Um, so I think that like getting involved, getting more involved in like the music and art scenes was, was probably pretty related to that, to just like getting involved in things through friends. Um, and then I worked for the folk festival for a couple summers. Um, they have a handful of like summer intern positions. Um, so I worked with the production team for one year. Um, so the production team basically does all of the physical things on site like they like put up the tents and organize the vendors and the stages um, and kind of all of the physical planning so and uh, the sustainability initiatives um, so like the bike ride to site and the composting things like that um, and before that I'd worked with a couple of environmental not-for-profits um, so that was kind of the connection there I was looking more for that kind of work Um, And then the second year, I went back to the Folk Festival and worked with the artistic department um, and just really enjoyed that, like working with, uh, um, I was coordinating the Young Performers Program, which is like a mentorship, uh, like a performance mentorship for young musicians. Um, And just really, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then after that contract ended, I was looking for more, looking for a job, (laughs) basically, and and landed at Manitoba Music. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. That's a cool journey. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been a musician yourself? No, I uh, I took like classical piano lessons growing up, and I've uh, I've sort of tried to learn different things, but never with a lot of commitment. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So so no, mostly just on the kind of organizing end of things. Do you ever do you get asked that question a lot? Yes, very very often. Yeah. And like, in, in what 
like just like are you in a band uh or yeah yeah nobody ever thinks you're somebody that you're not or anything like that. no i don't think so <laughs> no i do actually i do have like a handful of local doppelgangers um so that does happen but not related to music <laughs> do you know what they do uh, one, names? uh, I know a few of them. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they all do. One is actually my, uh, like my half sister's cousin. Um, and she's a really amazing like filmmaker and photographer. Um, yeah, actually I had a funny, um, at real love summer fest actually a couple weeks ago. Um, her cousin on the other side, uh, I met him and we, he, mentioned that I reminded him of somebody and it was her so it was just like a very funny it was a very funny thing to realize I didn't tell that well it was a it was a great moment (laughs) no I I understood yeah yeah great great that's fantastic so fair to say you love music have you always loved music was that always kind of your passion um I definitely don't want to say no to that because I, I like I certainly do love music but I don't think that like um, like my grade four teacher would like look at what I'm doing now and be like, of course. <laughs> um, like I think that it really, it was sort of like, I've just kind of always done things that I like and things that I think are fun, um, and tried to work with people I like. Um, and, uh, the local music scene is, uh, is somewhere that I've found all those things, I guess. So what were some of the bands that you went to go see when you started seeing local music like what were your Mm. go-tos when you started um maybe when an early show i saw was uh tele and inward eye oh yeah (laughs) at uh at the west end cultural center when i was like a tween Mm -hmm. um and then I guess probably around when I started working on Rainbow Trout was when I started going to a lot of local shows. Um, and when was that? Like 2012, I think. So you were like 18 at that um, point? No, I was like early 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of those like, uh, like the a lot of the bands that were kind of around the Rainbow Trout scene at the time, like Ultra Mega, um... Who else? Like the Blisters and the Hoots, like those those kinds of bands. Um, yeah. That was like your first Rainbow Trout that you like were on the board lineup was like those few bands that you. Uh, yeah. Who else? Well, Smoky Tiger played Is for he sure. Every year? The, uh, yes, he plays in the After Hours tent every year. Um, that first year, who else? Bacchanalis played a really great set. Mm. Um, they do kind of, uh, they do blend together for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, like, uh, yeah, to, to say which year is which. Mm-hmm. So the Smoky Tiger every year, what, who is, like, what is the relationship between Rainbow Trout and Smoky Tiger? Um, I think the, the like, ongoing, uh, or the fact that he performs every year is sort of largely related to people loving it people just enjoying it he puts on like a really fun quirky show it's kind of always different and has some like really fun creative touches um and yeah i guess just being kind of like collaborators with a lot of uh with some of the people involved but um I am actually not, I'm not directly involved in the, like, festival programming. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, we 
do like because we're a pretty small group we do kind of like work collaboratively on a lot of stuff um but i can't answer that as well as uh probably ben could right yeah <laughs> i thought this the first time i saw smoky tiger was at rainbow trout last mm-hmm. year and that was it was fascinating yeah <laughs> just the you've seen smoky tiger before jared yeah not at trout though at soup stock Oh yeah, oh. yeah. Just so in love with Winnipeg. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like fascinating. Yeah. All I remember is just being like very tired and just hearing like trying to have a conversation and just keep on hearing like Skinner's wet and wild. Skinner's <laughs> wet and wild. I'm like, what is going on over there? Like, I had no idea. And he's like feeding like a ju- a burger from Juniors to the audience. <laughs> it's like, what is going on over here? Oh, like. Wow. And he's such a fascinating character. I don't know too much. Wow. I, yeah. I don't know too but much other than he just really loves Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. He where, where is he from? Winnipeg? From Winnipeg, yeah. Oh, he's from Winnipeg. Yeah, oh, okay. he just loves it. All his stuff That's is awesome. about it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, definitely some lore surrounding him. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. He's just like yeah. a... <laughs> I want to learn more now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was... I was thinking about getting him here and not telling you until he showed up oh that would like, be sweet surprise catfish but <laughs> yeah exactly but he's people are saying he comes back in august you should talk to him when it's august but we had already booked a stellar lineup for august so yeah now we have to talk to him in september at rainbow trout oh yes oh, nice. <laughs> we'll give be, him a card will you be uh conducting interviews at rainbow trout we're, uh... We tried to do it at Real Love. Actually, we didn't try it. We didn't try, but we planned on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we... But it just seems like a lot of um, production mm-hmm. stuff that needs to be done, and also, like, don't harsh people's festival vibes. Yeah. Like, hey, I know you just finished a hot set, like, literally hot, like, sweating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk to us for a second? And they're just like... <sighs> No. Yeah. Like, I'm exhausted, you know? Well, I, I like, ran into Olivia maybe four times at the festival. I didn't know you were there. Yeah. We had a conversation about <laughs> The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Did we? Yeah. Oh, you, cool. Taylor, and I, we talked for, like, ten minutes about The Bachelor. Taylor who? Baron. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought <laughs> you meant Taylor Jensen. Sorry, sorry. Are you fans of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? <sighs> it's very strange. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Are people... you a fan? Mm. I watched one season. Um, the most recent Bachelor Canada season. Oh, okay. Um, I got into it because uh, somebody who I graduated from high school with was a contestant. Oh. Um, and did, I think, I, I actually didn't watch the last couple episodes, but I think she was like the, what's, how do you describe the ending of it? The, the, uh, he proposed to her? I, yeah. You wow. should watch the last. I should watch the last. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was something confusing. Like she was the person, but there wasn't a proposal. Oh, I'm not sure. See, that's what confuses me is that you like you need to propose when it's done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, now I remember talking with you. We were walking from yeah. my campsite to the sun sunrise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I'm we were so talking happy about. That, that means a lot to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so strange that it's just like. 
you spend many weeks mm-hmm. with many people mm-hmm. and they just get less and less but like that just means that your relationship with them is stronger and stronger mm-hmm. to the point that you're just like I have four really meaningful relationships that included like intimacy mm-hmm. and now we're just like knock them down and then I'm like but I feel best when I'm intimate with you and not the other three and yeah. it's just like oh yeah gross yeah, yeah pretty pretty wild concept yeah uh, yeah do you watch a lot of uh, reality tv at all or um Any TV? no TVs. No. Uh, not not a ton i do find that like when i watch tv especially with like like netflix and consuming streaming tv that way i find it hard to like keep a balance like my whole life becomes about like the tv show um and i like stay up all night watching it so mm-hmm. i do like i try not to like go down that path um, but I do, uh, like I've been, I've watched Queer Eye. That's like some very fun reality TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think just like the, there's just like a lot of like empathy and patience in it, which is not typical of reality TV to the best of my understanding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are there any like music things that you watch? I find it sometimes like on YouTube and stuff. Like, are there any series that you follow? Like. The Tiny Desk stuff. Right? Oh like yeah, I li- yeah I like Tiny Desk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just those kind of like intimate small performances. Um, I feel like a lot of like I think it's partially, partially related to my job and partially just um, like personal interest. I've watched a lot of local, watch and listen to a lot of local music. Um, like I've watched most, like I keep up with the like B and B sessions, the bench sessions. Yeah. Great, yeah. Yeah. They're great. And it is like, it's very fun to, um, to follow local music and just like to love musicians who you can see perform all the time. Like, I think that's, it's pretty fun compared to like being a fan of a huge artist who like maybe will tour to Winnipeg once every 10 years, or, but like more likely won't ever. Um, so it is, it's definitely, I find it really fun to, to follow local musicians. What is like your pitch to, to follow, like to be paying attention to the local music scene, especially in Winnipeg? Um, like what would you say is like one of the most important or like, like you just said, like some bands may not come here at all, but like, what is your reasoning for supporting local um, music? I think certainly that just that you can actually, you can like see and know the artists that you're a fan of. Um, it's also, uh, pretty, it's inexpensive, like relative to like going to see a show at the MTS center. That's like $130. Maybe you could see like 15 shows for that price. I, I mean, I guess probably that math doesn't quite make sense, but unless you go to the $3 new music Wednesday, very then true. Then can oh. you can see a somehow. lot of, a lot of $3 shows on a budget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, um, Certainly that it's affordable and it is like truly world class. Like the musicians in Winnipeg are amazing. Um, like I think it's it's very cool at like um, a lot of the local festivals like Folk Fest and Real Love like that have um, pretty like big successful touring acts. Um, seeing like a local performer like right next to uh, like an internationally known performer and just seeing that like they're clearly at that level like it really is world-class music like a lot of the people here um yeah so i guess it's good it's affordable it's fun (laughs) (laughs) that's probably the probably the main pitch 
Yeah, I didn't mean to put you on spot. It's just because you work at Manitoba Music. Yeah, yeah, and for sure. And then also you have co- co-workers that are mm-hmm. in the m- local music scene, like that are actually playing. Yeah, there. so many. Yeah, it's very fun to see my co-workers play music. Um, so my uh, my musician co-workers, or my co-workers who are currently in active projects are uh, Claire Boning, who's in Veneer, um, Elise Roller, who's in Soul Hounds, and also is a solo singer-songwriter. Um, Joelle Couture is a bass player with uh, Mad App, Justin Lacroix. Um, actually, I bumped into Justin Lacroix uh, outside of your apartment. He's like staying with a friend two doors down. <laughs> um, yeah, so those, uh, it's very cool to like work at a desk with somebody like Elise and then go see a Soul Hound show and see people <laughs> performing like that. Like it's just, uh, like it clearly like that's what she is amazing at. Um, and yeah, I often uh, find it like a little emotional to see, to just like see people who I spend so much time with um, performing. It's very cool. Um, like Marty Sarbet also worked at Manitoba Music. Um, Ashley Bieniage has been an intern over the summer. Um, yeah, it's very, it's very cool to see like those different sides of people. And do you have events or things that like okay I come to your show and like watch you play now can you come to my ex like do you have something mm, no I'm I'm saving it up yeah, <laughs> yeah. when you need a favor <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> I've come to $30 worth of shows which means you owe yeah, me exactly. two hours of moving <laughs> please move my couch pull up a yeah. notebook like <laughs> it's right here uh, are there any local bands that you think aren't getting as much exposure as they deserve some hidden gems um if you will if you will yeah (laughs) sometimes it can be hard to tell how much exposure local people are getting outside of um the local scene just because we're like at my job we're like constantly like talking about and consuming and working with local music um so i feel like like i'm seeing like most of the press mentions that that local artists are getting um, which is always really exciting to see, like something like like Taylor Jansen was featured in the New York Times, and like that's like pretty cool, just like a huge publication. Um, I feel like there are certainly a lot of uh, local bands who have exciting things going on, like um, like House Panther going to play Sled Island and like going on tour. It's always really exciting to see um, local bands that I really like um, do taking steps like that, like releasing music and touring and doing those kinds of things um but hidden gems um i don't uh or i don't want to make it sound like i don't think these people have stuff going on because they like i think a lot do um but just more people should go to those yeah yeah Yeah, totally um Yeah, like Marisol Nagash is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Cassidy Mann perform at, uh, she performed at New Music Night, which is a Manitoba music event. Um, it was really great. She makes like um, kind of like electro pop music um, and has a really amazing voice. Um, uh, well, Sebastian Gaskin, um, although I don't actually, I don't think that answers your question because he's got a lot going on. He's been like kind of touring all over the place and I think doing some like co-writing in other places. Um, tough question. Very yeah. tough question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I just meant more if there was someone who maybe wasn't using the resources that, you know, is making good music, but they aren't, you know, at these shows or selling out these venues. Mm -hmm. I guess that's kind of tricky because people all, like, want to do their own thing. Like, I think some some artists are really, like, not interested in the business side, which is totally okay. Um, and some artists are more interested in recording than live performance. Um, and that's also very much okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it was a very difficult question. I don't think I even fully understand it, so I apologize. <laughs> no apology necessary. More so, like, I mean, if you get all the admissions, you might be, like, hearing or seeing of bands that we don't even know really quite exist yet. Yeah, Because you totally. could get somebody that's, like, completely fresh. Yeah, which is very cool. We do also, um, Manitoba Music, like, every month or two publishes, like, a list of new members um, with, like, links to their profiles and things. Um, So that can be a fun thing to check out. Um, There was another band that performed at the most recent New Music Night called Arenas that were really great. They're, like, a a four-piece rock band, like, kind of poppy, very dancey. And they were one that I, like, really didn't know beyond, like, checking out songs before the event. Like, I didn't really know what to expect from their live show and and was very, very into it. Mm -hmm. It was great that you said that Cassidy Mann and, like, played... uh poppy what what did you say electro electro pop i hope that's right i'm usually very um usually i like double check (laughs) somewhere (laughs) online how people identify their own music right um because i don't want to apply the wrong genres um but yeah i found it poppy um i was more so sorry the reason i said that was i didn't finish my question which was silly of me (laughs) but every time i hear a name as a band i like I always assume folk singer songwriter. Oh yeah, just mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah. Yeah. So Cassidy Mann, I was just like probably just like the same as Taylor Jensen, mm-hmm. which is just like you know like sort of like just them and their guitar and like just doing it, which I should is shame on me, <laughs> right? I, I, but I know I know where you're coming from, and I kind of wanted we kind of touched on it with Bailey, but I kind of wanted to go a little more in depth with you know when do you decide this is a band name or this is. This is a me thing. Yeah, this yeah. is a me thing. Yeah, for sure. What do you think? Um, well, as we said, I'm not a musician <laughs> at all. Right. <laughs> um, so I think uh, a lot of other people could probably answer that better. But it is, I think it's also important that like that's your impression. And I think it's probably something that people think about uh, when they're choosing that like if they're like a, like a dark synth project that like having a using their name might not convey that. Mm-hmm. Um, Are there any band names that like you've seen in the past? You don't have to name them, but like mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, that is not what I thought that was, like based on their name. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh, that's different. Yeah, I'm sure it has. And that is, it's, yeah, it's funny as a concept. Right. Yeah, like just thinking about how, uh, how out of sync that could be. Right. Um, nobody, yeah, nobody comes to mind. But I think it is it is pretty important, and I guess it's not... I think band names are something that people think pretty hard about. Like, I know a couple of people who are currently thinking about new names for projects, or, um, and that, yeah, like, it does... People have, like, a like an immediate reaction to a band name, and even, like, posters. Like, I think, um, like, when I first started going to lots of local shows, I would for sure like see a poster on a telephone pole and be like oh that like looks up my alley 
and like attend shows just from like seeing promotions like that. Um, so I think that whole that kind of like whole picture, like the sort of like aesthetic of like posters and album covers and band photos, um, really is pretty important. Um, and I guess not. Yeah, like nobody starts. I like I don't think anybody starts writing and performing music because they want to think about the aesthetic of their poster promoting the event. Um, but it definitely is all part of it. Mm. Um, so if you were making music, mm-hmm. what would your band name be? Whoa. <laughs> As a classical I would, pianist? I would think yeah. about it for so long. Uh, don't know. Don't know. Don't know. Um, that's a pretty out of that. Like, that's a tough question, yeah. I mean, but As if, someone who said they're not a musician. I guess you've asked me before and I'm not either. Yeah. Do you know your hypothetical band name? Oh, no, I don't know my hypothetical band name, but we came up with a hypothetical band. Like, yeah. who would I want to be in my band? We played this game with oh, Jay yeah. Wood, but not on air. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't. That was... I was going to say it was like a, a special cut, but we didn't even record it. No. no. Mm-hmm. It was an off-the-record conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did at work have a, a running list of available band names. Um, oh, nice. It was more of a joke. Because I think that comes up when people say, like, use a certain turn of phrase that you think, like, oh, that'd be a great band name. Yeah. Um, Is there one that sticks out? Comfort Leaf. It's pretty oh. good. Yeah. <laughs> the double leaf. F. Comfort Leaf was, yeah, Comfort leaf. it's kind of a nice one. It's folk. Comfort Leaf has got to be, yeah, it's yeah. be a folk yeah. band. Yeah. That'd be nice, though. I like it. Do you have any more? Um, the list was very long. Oh. It went. It was like a. It was a gag for several months. I think. Floor banana was another one that comes to mind. Oh, floor, floor banana. banana would for sure be a shoegaze. Um, because you're already looking at the floor, and then you see the banana. Yeah. Right. yeah or it could it... be like an Al Simmons, like <laughs> floor banana. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No middle ground there. <laughs> it would depend on the poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where the aesthetic comes in. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it seems like a tough thing, a tough thing for bands to do, or to like find a great band name and then like realize that like somebody like halfway across the world has the same one. Um, yeah, that seems that'd be yeah. tough. That'd yeah, Googleable is also mm-hmm. like a tough thing. Like, yeah, uh, like saying like if you wanted to do like houseplant mm-hmm. you named your band houseplant and then you did houseplant winnipeg your band is not coming up first <laughs> it's just going to be like Shomardines, walmart no. well like you'd be so low on the list mm-hmm. that you're just like it could be a nice band name but there you go you're off the list yeah and you want to be number one so if, i feel like being in a band would be so stressful because all these things would kind of manifest like oh like we, i can't name it this like and it can't be this like this people aren't gonna like and then I would prob I would probably end up naming it myself because I feel like I would be so. Name indecisive. it Jared Goche. Yeah. There you go. That's how yeah. it comes up. Yeah. <laughs> because like I'd just be overwhelmed with like you know, table table game, game table. Then game table Winnipeg across the board. Yeah, exactly. Own. And I'm done. And so like these just like make me overwhelmed, and I'm like like my head explodes, and I'm like it's Jared Goche, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and we're five piece down. jazz. Jazz fusion band. <laughs> yeah, why make a decision when somebody else made it for you twenty some years ago? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank my you, mom. mom. Yeah. yeah, my mom's still <laughs> helping me out even in my adulthood. So, 
knowing what you know at Manitoba Music, having the coworkers that you have and like being in the environment that you're in, what would you recommend to like a lot of bands aren't doing this, but they probably should? Um, check their emails. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big one. Um, I would recommend that all musicians check their emails frequently, mm-hmm. uh, maybe uh, maybe once a day. That would probably be great. Um, that's like kind of a joke, but also I it's it's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, having a nice promo photo, like it doesn't have to be hard. Like you can take you can take a beautiful photo on a cell phone um and have that like something that just like shows everybody's faces like is well lit like shows who you are um yeah obviously like i think something you know more than a cell phone is probably ideal (laughs) for that but a lot of people like i think just um yeah like putting some effort into those promotional materials if that's if you want to be like actively um booking shows and putting out music and like reaching fans um, just like make it easy for people to to know who you are and find out things about you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are a couple of things. Have you also like being friends and working with musicians? Has that uh, allowed you to gain like an inner knowledge of like what's going on? So that if somebody is like if you're faced with a situation at work, it's like more empathetic or understanding or something because you're like this person is probably like ma- makes you a little bit softer or do you never have to be like hard in a situation in um, your position? I try to avoid having to ever be hard in a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> not, uh, <laughs> ever. not professionally, just, uh, just, just preference. Right. Um, like I think, yeah, I think I am a pretty like sensitive person, uh, generally. So I'm, I think I'm usually pretty like, uh, empathetic about what things are like, uh, on the other side. Um, but for sure, I think that, um, like being, being friends with musicians, like, and hearing people talk like more candidly about like what their frustrations are and thinking about it from their perspective makes a lot of sense. Um, I think like it's easy to, um, like, so I also like, uh, like book and produce, I guess, shows, uh, through work. Um, and yeah, just, uh, thinking more about like what um or like being aware of the fact that it like takes a lot of like emotional and physical and mental energy to be a performer um and like trying to be like conscious of that uh whether i'm interacting with people like through uh through like work or volunteering or like as a fan just like keeping that in mind um yeah i think there's always always a lot to learn from other people who do you learn from? Like you said, there's a lot to learn. Like, who is your person that's, like, if you need to bounce something off Um, of? Probably, like, for sure my coworkers. Like, we right. have, like, a, like, physically, like, an open workspace. So it's very easy to just, like, bounce questions off people. Um, I think when I was first starting, I really didn't understand a lot about, like, live setups. So I would be, like, collecting stage plots. I would be, like, requesting technical information from artists and passing it on to a ven- to the venue. And I really, I didn't know, like, the basics at all. Um, so having coworkers to ask about that kind of thing was really helpful, like, to learn what, like, basic backline is and um, just certain things about the setup. And I'm definitely still learning about that. I think um, it would it would for sure be beneficial to have some experience as a musician 
um, in the role I'm in, but um, you certainly can also learn those things secondhand. Um, yeah, so for sure my coworkers like Claire and Elise are super helpful with that and uh, some other former coworkers. Um, and Gil, for sure, like my partner is a musician, um, so he's somebody that I bounce a lot of things off of uh, with, um, yeah, with like booking and, and that kind of thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think your, your position with like your experience is quite fascinating. Well, thanks. Uh, to work at a place that's like called Manitoba Music mm-hmm. and then coming from a place of like appreciation and then into the mm-hmm. role and having to learn so much. That's like, seems like a, a lot of work. Was it a lot of work to like get going? Um, yeah, I think so. And I feel like my job is a lot less stressful for me as I'm, as I've gotten like more comfortable with that. Um, cause I think I also want to like do a good job generally. Um, so, <laughs> so I, so yeah, to get like, like the first time I saw like, a like a very official, like contract from uh like a booking agency it's like eight pages long and it has like all of this stuff and it's in legal language so that like the first time I saw a contract like that it's like ah and it's like it's kind of scary um legal language is a little Mm -hmm. scary um but then like the second time you see a contract like that it's just like no big deal um so yeah I feel like it was it was for sure a pretty steep learning curve starting to work there Um, and just feeling like I didn't have like a lot of that language for talking about, um, about music in various ways. Um, yeah, so definitely a bit of a, bit of a steep learning curve. And then coworkers and like everybody around you was like informative in that process. Oh yeah. Or was there a lot of like too shy and kind of Googling things or? Uh, certainly, yeah, certainly a lot of like research on my own. Um, but I think it's also so much nicer to just like, to just admit that you don't know things. Like I think trying to, trying to pretend that you know things you don't know is like very stressful and exhausting. Um, so I, so I try to just, if I don't know something, just like be open about it. Cause it's certainly easier to learn than it is to pretend that you already know. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) So you said that you book shows. Mm -hmm. What is the hardest part about booking a show? Mm, um, Probably, well, I think what I mainly, the main thing I book is New Music Night. Mm -hmm. Um, Which must uh, be pretty hard, too. Yeah, so it's always Manitoba Music members, and it's um, generally artists that are, like, more on the emerging side. Um, and it's submission based, so people submit, mm-hmm. and then we have um, a pretty simple jury process, and then I kind of work from uh, from a list of approved submissions to put together lineups each month. Um, so I sometimes it's a pretty eclectic mix of bands. So I think it's definitely a challenge to because our membership is so diverse. Like it's really like all genres. Like there's like some classical musicians and like rap and hardcore and like ambient like it's really all across the board um so putting together lineups that have some continuity is a challenge um and then i think uh also having inclusive lineups is uh is a challenge Mm -hmm. you said that it's from uh, approved submissions Mm -hmm. so what's an unapproved submission oh uh it uh Basically, um, 
like if it doesn't get if they don't if the person who's submitted doesn't get selected to perform um generally it's not like a like a hard no um it just is uh um most beneficial i think uh if uh artists are at a point where they have like some experience performing and are comfortable on stage um so i guess it would be if uh, if we think somebody could like work on that a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, and so maybe... then if you're not not approved, then it's uh, you're able to be approved. Like you can certainly. submit again. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Mm. Yeah. And do those people get uh, like in quotes? I'm putting like a rejection letter. Like you were not chosen because of this. Work on this. Yeah, we we try to give like some constructive feedback. Um, sometimes it would just be like uh, like promotional materials. Like if somebody hasn't doesn't have any like songs for us to listen to or like a bio um or any like like social media pages that we can look at to kind of see what they're up to um i'd say that would be the most common thing um Mm -hmm. that is just like like can you like upload a few songs in a photo and then we'll like check this out again that would probably be the most the most common thing so the most readable sort of package they can send you is photo, bio, song, social media. Um, yeah, so it's on, I, I'm not sure if that's everything uh, just off the top of my head. Oh, but, there's like uh, an actual submission form. A little bit. So right. it's uh, just a lot of the Manitoba music submissions. So whether it's for like international showcases or like being a host of the open mic events or performing at New Music Night are based on the profiles. Um, so they're artist profiles and those have uh places to upload like a photo a bio social media links um albums uh like a press kit or like stage plot high-res photo things like that Mm -hmm. um so depending on what the opportunity is whether it's like an international showcase or um various performances um they're just sort of different things that people have to have uploaded um so it makes it really tidy for us just using the profile as like a one landing page cool yeah um but yeah i really enjoy i really enjoyed the the uh programming aspect of things mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. would you program something on your own um ever? potentially um i think i i have uh, like a few years ago we did um ticket release parties for rainbow trout mm-hmm. um so we had like three separate events with a few bands at each one um, and I did the programming for that, to the best of my recollection. Um, <laughs> I think that was me. Um, but yeah, I would be... Yeah, it's something I, something I enjoy for sure. Would you have it under, like, a name? See, this is, this is a time where you can use a name oh, properly. Yeah. These, these because this is something that Andrea does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, not, yeah, not something I'm, like, actively mm-hmm. looking into doing. We like um, hypotheticals. Oh, yeah. yeah. We like people's yeah. ideal day. bands, yeah. ideal yeah. lineups. Yeah. Like, ideal everything. Yeah, we yeah. just want the ideals. We yeah. want to know. I do think, I, I don't feel, I think I would, that's something I would do if I felt like there was something, like, missing in the local scene that right. I could fill or make happen. Um, but I think that there are a lot of people doing really great programming or people who are more involved in more involved in specific communities who are doing that programming. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, I think it's not uh, if I 
if I discover a gaping void, mm. yeah. um, I, uh, I won't call it Andrea Davis Productions. Not <laughs> Googleable. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but yeah, that's, that's something I really enjoy. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you would do differently from people who are programming right now? Mm, kind of, I guess, depends. Um, depends who, because there's lots of people, lots of people doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, inclusivity is super important. Um, so certainly, like, if I see a bill that's, um, like, all bands that are all, like, white, all-male bands, um, that's not something I would do. Um, uh, but I think that there are a ton of people in the city who are super conscious of of programming inclusive lineups um and uh a lot of or i guess i think i did just say that in terms of programming that is sometimes challenging um but i think i'm I'm gonna contradict myself and say that it's also just not it's not challenging um i didn't mean to suggest that uh, that there's any like lack of uh there's any like lack of performers um i think that yeah having inclusive lineups is super important and also not that hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, sorry for pushing you in so many directions oh that's just okay like, <laughs> give us the name of your band that doesn't exist and your production company that you've never thought of and then like what's your five-year plan for both <laughs> yeah well, exactly if, if i had a if i had more of a specific thing maybe you know <laughs> yeah I think that you have a lot of things. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. That's that's why you're here. <laughs> you have a lot of like knowledge of the like the inner workings and like some pretty just like basic things that may not be basic to some people. Like oh, you may cool. not be like understanding them. Even the membership, like explaining the membership, mm-hmm. is like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And like knowing that it's it's nice and easy to do. And like there's a nice person on the end, the other end of the phone that's just yeah. like, I'll just talk to you in this yeah. nice tone Certainly. about everything that's happening. It's just like a great, yeah, yeah, great thing to have. Yeah, and that that is kind of my role at Manitoba Music, just to be like the nice person who you can ask about things. Um, so yeah, I hope that people, that that comes across. Like, I hope that it seems like an approachable organization. Um, yeah. So... If you're a band that is emerging, mm-hmm. you should go message uh, you specifically at Manitoba Music. Yep, if you're I'm the, that's also on the website. There's like a contact page and it says like if you have uh, um, like questions about things or aren't sure, this might actually be verbatim or if you're not sure who to talk to, yeah. I'm the one to talk to. Um, I, yeah, I know some stuff and if I don't, I can redirect pretty efficiently. Um, but yeah, for sure, I, I'm uh, I'm there to answer questions. Fantastic. So bands shouldn't be scared because Andrea is fantastic, and she's on the other end. End. yeah, she's the person on the other end. I hope not. Yeah, the I hope they're so, not scared. <laughs> thank you so much, Andrea, for stopping I, I by today. I want to hear that. It's what we do. <laughs> I wrap it up. You said thank you, and I say yeah. no, you're not. Yeah. Uh, you're. We've been talking about local bands that you're into. We mm-hmm. want your because this is like. You've booked shows, mm-hmm. and you like some bands. We want your ideal, like, lineup show. I want uh, the Andrea Davis Productions. Right. Like three headlining bands party. here. Oh, yeah, your birthday. <laughs> the Andrea Davis Productions um, birthday party. Wow. Um, probably. Uh, 
Recently, I was very blown away by Three Pete's set at Real Love. Mm -hmm. I just thought they were so fun and such amazing performers. Um, So I'll have them in there. Um, House Panther. Mm -hmm. I... uh, yeah, she's got one song that's been stuck in my head for a solid three weeks. Um, not sick of it. <laughs> yeah, I was singing She Was Here Today, and I was oh, nice. singing it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope she didn't notice, Yeah, but of course she did, it's her song. <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah, I was I was like, was humming humming a song, a Living Hour song the other day, and, uh, and Gil definitely noticed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I also love Veneer a lot. Yeah, um, that's a great lineup. Yeah, that'd be a fun show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what order? Tough Ooh. call. Um, probably because yeah. I mean, those I are all headliners. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, probably House Panther veneer three peat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there there are so many uh, so many local bands that I love. Um, those are just yeah. Those are a few that I've been really excited That's about a lit birthday lately. Party. Yeah. If you had an honorable wow. mention of like a band or two, um, yeah, a couple honorable. Yeah. mentions. I thought you were gonna ask what kind of cake I would have, but oh, uh, that's yeah, a yeah, second yeah, question. Second question. <laughs> yeah, 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 that was my question. <laughs> yeah, what's what's the menu at this birthday party? Uh, lemon yeah. poppy seed cake from oh, Tall no. Grass. Yeah. I love that cake. Um, what was that, the honorable mentions? Yeah. If you had an extra band or two that's like, hey, I might have a half an hour. It's <laughs> um, my, <laughs> <that's> my birthday. <laughs> I can do whatever uh, I want. Yeah. Sebastian Gaskin is, I think most of these people I've also slipped their names in mm-hmm. at some other point already. Um, yeah, I love I love his music. It's really cool. Um, really, like, quite a, last time I saw him perform, there was, like, quite a range. Like, he had some, like crazy or like really cool guitar solos um and then like was like rapping on some songs um and yeah very good performer and like a really nice guy who's got lots of good stuff going on um so that's one and Mully Grub I love Mully Grub's uh songwriting a lot and I love them as performers that's a great lineup yeah pretty fun yeah that's a pretty fun show (laughs) So, being someone that gets all these submissions, do you, like, know bands that, like, people don't, and then it kind of, like, there's some people that only know, like, the most popular, mm. and they're like, oh, have you heard of this? And, like, no. How about this? No. And you're just like, I just know all of these, like, emerging bands. Does that happen often? Um, sometimes, which is interesting, because I think, like, um, like, I've been involved in Rainbow Trout for, this is the seventh festival, and I think at the beginning I wasn't really, like, connected to the music scene at all. Um, it was something I got into, uh, yeah, just like for fun, um, and through friends. Um, and now like certainly because of my job, I'm like, I was familiar with all of the local bands on the lineup already. So I've been, so people like, I think that happened yesterday. There was like a crew of us that were out there setting up and a couple people were like, weren't, weren't familiar with most of the lineup. And I, um, yeah, I was kind of just like, or I'm not great at like keeping a description keeping a description short mm-hmm. um so I was sort of like yeah like rambling on about like multiple people um but yeah so I, I think that does happen a bit especially with like um like a lot of my friends aren't involved in the music community um and like my family isn't really so I think that yeah that certainly does happen it's so interesting um one <laughs> thing that's very fun and interesting is that um like cbc radio does an amazing job of covering local music Mm -hmm. um and it's very cool to see like 
um, my mom like reports pretty frequently on like who she's heard on uh, on Ismila's show. Um, so that's always really fun to hear that like the local musicians are getting that coverage and that like my mom's listening to Begonia. And... Mm-hmm. My mom sends me every time Begonia's on the radio. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. There's oh, so many people are getting so many texts from from mothers from their moms. On CBC. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks CBC. <laughs> yeah. Not yet sponsored by CBC. Yeah, working on that. We're one. we'll edit yeah. that out. <laughs> Thank no, you so cool. much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me and letting us pick your brain and <laughs> directions that it's never been yeah. picked before and so all over the place yeah. <laughs> yeah and if you do think up a band name or, or something just let us know i will i will yeah. certainly keep you posted okay. four bananas good though <laughs> thank, thank you, you for, for cutting, cutting deep, deep with us, us on paper, paper cut, cut podcast, podcast. Thanks. thanks 